welcome to Love You Most. We have not had a bookish episode like this since October of 2023, so I figured it was about time for us to have another bookish episode. So let's talk everything books. But before we get into like the bookish chat, I want to kind of go through some of the reviews that you guys have left because those always make my heart just so freaking warm. I I literally just like don't understand how I have such an incredible community. Like it doesn't feel real. <laughs> I know that probably sounds like weird for me to say, like, I don't know, maybe it doesn't sound weird, but like, it does not seem possible to like find this many incredible people that are all just in one place. Like I really like one of the goals that I have for this community is to one day have like a meetup so we can all like hang out and get to know each other. I just think that would be so fun. Um, but one of you guys left a message that said virtual big sister. It's from jazz. It said, I really love this podcast. It's like a breath of fresh air to experience the feeling of being understood and supported by someone who doesn't know you. I enjoy watching Shaughnessy's channel on YouTube where she talks about her love of books and reading. I too enjoy reading. And after her mentioning Love You Most podcast, it really grasped my attention. I love how peaceful her messages are and how encouraging she is even during difficult times in her life. Listening to her advice challenges me to be a better woman, sister, daughter, and partner. She's a virtual big sister I never knew I needed. Guys, I don't deserve you. <laughs> okay, I do deserve you. We're going to we're going to come back with some self-love here because I do deserve you. But oh my gosh, I just feel like I was just wrapped in a hug. Like, thank you so much. These reviews are the only way that people like other people can find this podcast. So when you leave a review, not only does it mean so much just because you're so kind, but also it like allows other people to find this podcast and it just means the freaking world to me. So thank you so much. I'm going to check just really quickly to see if there are like any um, little messages that you guys left over on the Spotify um, little like Q&As, which sometimes you guys do that. And I really enjoy that too. Doesn't look like there are any. So let's hop into the episode. I didn't leave up a question box this week because I wanted to go through some specific questions, like specific bookish questions, just to kind of get down to like the nitty gritty tried and true bookish questions that I feel like so many people ask me over and over and over again. And I feel like it would be a nice like way to consolidate it all here. If you guys don't know, and you just like hang out on the podcast, or maybe you only hang out on Instagram in the podcast, I talk a lot about books on YouTube. And so I feel like I love sharing my love of books because books just like I don't know, they feel like such a safe space, a place that I can learn, a place that I can like unplug and just get away from the world. And it just makes me feel very relaxed. And I encourage anyone who doesn't read to pick up a book for fun. And I say for fun because I feel like in the world we live in, we feel like we always need to be succeeding. We always feel like we need to be on our best and learning and just like all the things, which I think you can learn if you're reading a book for fun, like you're probably going to learn something. Maybe you'll learn a new word. Maybe you'll learn about a new culture, but like the focus of reading that book is not for learning. It's for fun. And I think that you should do that more. I've been trying to do it more over the last few years and it's like just really 
changed my day and week, month, and year so much. So um, a pretty easy question to hop into is what am I reading right now? I actually read multiple books at one time. If you go to my Goodreads, you can always see what I'm reading. I try to update it every week. Um, and I also leave like little paragraphs so you guys can see like what I think about each book when I finish it. Right now I'm reading Higher Love by Alexandria House, uh, Make a Scene by Mimi Grace, and Done and Dusted by Layla Sage. I try to mix in books that are really popular along with books that maybe aren't so popular. So Alexandria House, I feel like is a somewhat popular author, but I haven't like met anyone who's read the book Higher Love. Done and Dusted is a pretty popular book and Make a Seam is like a semi-popular book. So I try to like sprinkle in a lot of different genres too, but I have kind of just been on a romance kick lately. I pretty much only read like thrillers and romances. Another question is, what is my next read going to be? So Binding 13 has been on my TBR for a long time, and so many people have told me that I need to pick it up. So I think I definitely want to pick that up this month. I try to make my like list of books that I want to read every month around 20. And I never really get there, but it's always just nice to have like a little stack of books to pick from, like a large stack, I guess, not a little stack, um, because it makes it easier for me to decide what I'm going to read when I have like a stack in front of me. I have so many books on my shelf that I have not read yet, so there's always something to choose from, but I like having books just like on my bookshelf in a specific spot, the ones I'm going to read for that month, and it just makes picking easier. But I think I'm going to read that. And I also think I'm going to read Kennedy Ryan's newest book because it is coming out in March and I just got an arc for it. If you guys saw my Instagram stories, I shared there the arc, um, but I literally screamed. Like I literally screamed. I'm not kidding. I, and it's like, I just, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. Like, how did I get a book before it comes out? I don't know. Like, I don't know. So I'm really excited to read that one and I want to read it soon probably within the next couple days. Then I also want to read The Teacher by Frieda McFadden. That book also just came out and I feel like her books I just eat up in like a day or two days. So I feel like that one would be a fun book to read. I don't have any plans this weekend at all. And that is actually super rare because last weekend I was coming back from my Gatlinburg girls trip, which you guys saw on the last podcast episode. I was talking all about that trip, how much I loved it, how much I felt just like change and I shared my thoughts over on YouTube too and I cried in my video on YouTube y'all I am not a crier and I just got all in the feels and I think because I just left feeling so inspired inspired to be more myself more open more just like me and having that feeling felt like a very happy weighted heavy feeling on my heart in a good way though like like it's okay to be myself. It's okay to open up. Like people are going to love that side of me too. So it just was like a really great trip. We're already planning another trip just because like the group we had was so nice. I also have another trip coming up next weekend and you guys are actually the first to know this. So if you're listening on the podcast, you're getting like the tea, but Alex and I are taking a trip next weekend to go to Chicago and I literally cannot wait. One, because she has never been to Chicago to like bookstore shop and there are so many good books there. And two, she also, I think she just went to her first like used bookstore for the first time, but she's never been to a black owned bookstore. Um, she's never been in that like community where, you know, there's tons of books for us in one space. And so that's a beautiful thing. There's also a really cool indie bookstore that I want to go to there. 
with like really popular books, but also books that aren't popular. I think she would really enjoy that. And then I also want to go to Barnes while we're there. So we're going to do lots of book shopping. I think she's really going to enjoy it. And I've been to Chicago a million and one times. So I'm going to just show her the lay of the land and give her like all the go to all the best places and hopefully she'll really enjoy it. So we're going to do that next weekend. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, my friend Alex, that if you aren't following on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, you may not have seen her, but we've been friends since I was like 10 and like we just have always really enjoyed each other's company, but we live two and a half hours from each other. So every month we get together, usually at like a halfway point, but this time we're taking a trip that's like a little bit farther from both of us. And I think it'll be really fun. So uh, yeah, those are the books that I'm planning on reading. I am probably gonna pick those up this weekend because I have more of an open like weekend. But next weekend, since I'll be out of town, I don't think I'm gonna be reading nearly as much. Um, but then again, we'll see because we are gonna be reading the book Pucking and that's like a hockey puck pucking around. Um, and I don't know the author of that one. I think Emily Rath maybe? And that book just came out and y'all that is, that book is pure smut, like straight smut, straight spice, all the things that I do not normally read in books at all, but we're reading it for the plot. We're literally doing it for the plot. We're doing it for the laughs. Like you guys know that if I share my thoughts on that book after I finish it, if I finish it, they're probably going to be funny. They're probably going to be funny. So that's kind of like the idea behind that. We're just going to like share our thoughts on it. Um, and it's a book that's like 500 and something pages. So. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get through it. I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. But um, yeah, what was my favorite childhood book is another good question. Um, I don't know if I had a favorite, but I was actually scrolling through. Um, okay, not scrolling through Amazon, but like my mom sent a picture in like my group chat, like a family group chat that I have. And she's like, oh, I'm going through some books. And so I was scrolling through some of the books that she sent. Y'all, I forgot some of my favorite books. Like, I literally forgot them because in my head, I was like, okay, my favorite books are like um, Perks of Being a Wallflower, um, The Fault in Our Stars by John Green, like all the kind of popular books, but that's all that I could really remember. And then my mom pulls out like Making My Room Special by Emily Barnes. And this is like a, not a board book, but it's like a younger kid book. I love that book. I ate it up. I was like, my room's going to look like a tea party room. Like if you pull that book up, I mean, it's a kid's book, literally. Um, but I was like, oh my God, I forgot that book. And then another book, Mary Louise Loses Her Manners by uh, Diane Cuneo, I think. I love that book. She like burps around people and people are like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe she's doing that. Again, these are like very young, like grade school, like, or I guess younger than grade school age. I really love those books. And so then she also sent another picture. And I was like, well, what's this picture? And she sent the Alice books by Phyllis Reynolds Naylor. And that was one of my favorite authors. Like I literally forgot a freaking core memory of my life, reading those books and feeling so seen in middle school. I just read all of those books. Um, so I really, really love those. And I ate all of them up. I also really loved um, the Animal Arc books by Ben M. Baglio. Um, they had like kittens in the kitchen. Um, I think they had like sheepdog in the snow, all the like tabby in the tub, <laughs> bunnies in the bathroom. I was a big like animal person, if you can't tell. I also love Labrador on the Lawn. 
uh, Hound at the Hospital, all the animal books were what I was obsessed with. And so I think those were also like middle grade. So those are some of my favorite like kids books. Um, the book that I think I loved in the Alice series was, I want to say I actually just ordered it. So it's hopefully going to be coming in a haul soon that I can like share with you guys. Um, I literally forgot about it. It's so wild that I like actually forgot one of my favorite books um, and series. It kind of reminded me of um, the not Junie B. Jones. What's the author where people always say she's like a coming of age author. I can't remember, but the book that I really liked was called um, Alice Alone. And it's by Phyllis Reynolds Naylor. And I think she gets like dumped and she's really sad. And the whole book is honestly her being sad and angsty. But I felt that. I felt that in my young age. So uh, those were some of my favorite books, I think, in like as a child, like middle school, younger than middle school, high school. I also loved the Babysitter's Club books. Um, those were some of my favorites. So yeah. Um, one of you guys asked, what's the longest book you've ever read and the shortest book I've ever read? I think the shortest book um, was probably, hmm, what's her? I think the shortest book would probably be um, Take a Chance by Mieko May, because I think that book's like 63 pages. Love that book. One of the very few novellas that I think that's like super, super fun to read. And even though it's short, it just like feels like it has a full storyline to it. And one of the longest books was probably A Little Life by Hanya Yangahara, which y'all know I hated that book. It was 800 pages. And I know so many people love that book. But okay, hear me out. I made a whole like vlog on why I did not enjoy this book. Personally, I have a hard time if an author is sharing their thoughts on a like specific experience and one does not do that their research on that life experience or two they are not a part of the community that would have that specific life experience and she was sharing a story about a queer man who had a friend group who all of them i think were also queer and it shows through the life of a person who also goes through tons of abuse and trauma which so many people have said that it is a very like I don't know, traumatic book, but not for the sake of like, oh, you're going to feel like connected to it. It's more of like, I'm going to make you feel connected to this because this person's going through such hardship and it's impossible for someone not to be empathetic to someone like this. Like I almost, and I was telling one of my friends the other day, Kalila, I was actually, um, we were like sending voice notes and I was telling her how the reason why I had a hard time with this book is because I almost felt like the author was trying, okay, let me dial it back. So sometimes I think romance authors will write a romance book and they're writing it to sell. So they're going to write a trope that's like toucher and you die. They're going to write the trope that has like um, maybe enemies to lovers, um, something that you know people are going to eat up. And then after they write that, they're going to have a happy ever, happily ever after and they're just going to be good to go. And it's going to sell because it's going to have like all these little like things in it that people are obsessed with on TikTok and the internet and everything. I feel like Hanya Yangahara did the same thing with A Little Life. I feel like she added in all of these things that people who love literary fiction would connect with. They would want to have it on their coffee tables. They would want to have deep discussions about it. Um, and I think that she got people talking. But like in the same way, I feel like books that have excessive spice just sometimes have the spice in there just for spice spices sake. I feel like, I hope you're following me. I feel like this book 
a little life had trauma in the book just for trauma's sake like just trying to get people to be like oh my god like i love this book because it's so sad but it's like okay and the point was what like what was the point because i'm not going to spoil the end of the book but y'all the end of the book had me wanting to throw the book so yeah, that's my little mini rant about that book. And I've shared my thoughts on a whole hour long vlog. Um, I know so many people love that book. If you do, no hate to you, no hate to the author, no hate to anyone. It's just not for me. Um, but I do think her writing was really good and captivating, which is probably why I ended up finishing the full like 800 and something page book. Um, another good question is, um, how many different books do I plan or how many books do I manage to read at once? And I'd say I probably read between three and four at once. And the reason is because I'm such a mood reader that even if I'm in the middle of a book, sometimes I'll be like mid chapter, I will literally close the book and be like, I don't want to read this anymore. I want to read something else. So I usually try to have, and right now I don't mostly because I'm just like, um, really wanting to read romance but usually i'll have one thriller that i'm reading i'll have one book on audiobook that i'm reading one book that i'm reading on my kindle and then i'll usually have um one like romance that's like deeply passionate um one of the books usually on my kindle is like the fluffier read one of the books that's on my um like the audiobook is usually a book that might take me a little to get through. Not necessarily like a boring book, but sometimes it's a book maybe with small text on it or something that I feel like um, is a little bit more wordy, less dialogue, um, books that have a lot of description, things like that. Or sometimes books that like aren't in the genre that I normally read. Those are books that I'll have on audiobook and I'll tandem read while I'll read part of it. And then I'll listen to the audiobook when I'm like showering or when I'm like, I don't know, just doing things where I physically can't read. So um, another good question. Wow, we've literally been talking for almost 20 minutes and I feel like I have not answered like hardly any of these questions. I wanted to go through some of these questions, like some of the older questions you guys have sent because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I want everyone's questions to be answered. And a lot of these questions are actually from my Q and A's that I do on my personal like Instagram, not like the love you most pod Instagram, because you guys know anytime I do a Q&A over there every single Monday, I always end up answering every single question. But there's a lot of questions I don't get to on my personal Instagram. And some of these questions are also from literally just the internet, because I know that you guys have asked these millions of times. So I want to make sure that I answer them. Um, another good question is who's my favorite author and um, least favorite book? Favorite author I'd probably say would be either Jessa Hastings or Kennedy Ryan. And when I think of favorite author, I think of authors that I would literally buy anything that they write. Like it doesn't matter what genre it's in. It doesn't matter what the book's about. Like I will literally buy anything that they come out with and I probably will love it. And there are some authors that are like auto buy authors for me. Like Brittany Cherry is an auto buy author for me. Emily Henry is an auto buy author for me. Abby Jimenez is an auto buy author for me. Frida McFadden is an auto buy author for me. Like there's so many auto buy authors where I will literally buy anything that they come out with. Annabelle Monaghan is another auto buy author, author for me, which is like honestly wild because I don't hear enough people talk about her books, but I really enjoyed both the books that I read of hers. And she has a new one coming out this summer. Um, another auto buy author is Taylor Jenkins Reid. So many auto buy authors, but I think what makes the author go from an auto buy author to a favorite author and just like transcending the like auto by author stage is if I read their books and love their books, like obsessed with their books. And that's kind of how I felt about Jessa Hastings and 
with uh, Kennedy Ryan's books. I feel like anything that they write, I always love. Taylor Jenkins Reid, she's pretty close. I've read five of her books and I've loved a lot of them, but there's also been some where I'm like, oh, they're good, but they're not like, I'm not obsessed with them. Um, but her writing is like very enjoyable for me. There is something in my head though, that like before I pick up one of her books, I'm always like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna like it. And I think it's because she's classified as like contemporary fiction. And I normally just read romance. So sometimes I'm like, ah, am I going to like this? I always end up eating it up every time. Um, but in my head, I'm just like, ah, am I going to like it? I don't know. And I always do. Um, the other question being, um, what's my least favorite author, I think, or least favorite book? I don't know if I could say I have a least favorite. Like when I think back to some of the books that I've read, like I've had a lot that I don't like for lots of reasons, but I just don't feel like I have like one that I could be like, this is the book. Like, this is the book that I hate. It's terrible. Like no one should read it. Like, because I always feel like there are, there's an audience for everyone. Um, and there's a book for everyone and it doesn't necessarily, maybe if like the book wasn't for me, maybe it is for someone else and like, that's okay. So I don't really think that I have like a least favorite book. I do have some books that have rated like one star and two stars. And I have heard some people who are like, why would you finish a book that's like one star or two star? But y'all, I be doing stuff for the plot sometimes. Like literally just to say I finished it, I will just finish it. Like I started it, why not finish it, you know? I will say that I do think that... Um, reading the book um anxious people by friedrich backman i was very surprised that i wasn't like it wasn't a book that i really enjoyed and i think it's because that book was i don't know one that people hyped up so much so i think in my head i had this view like i'm gonna be obsessed with it it's gonna be so good i should have known like you guys know i'm a romance or thriller girly that's pretty much where i hang out like for the most part and that book was neither <laughs> It was neither. So I should have known by that that it wasn't going to be like a five star read for me, probably, but also it was super quirky, which is like not what I normally read. Um, another question um, is what is the book that has changed or influenced me the most? Oh, guys, you guys talk, hear me talk about the Magnolia Park series so much. And I don't know if I would say that this book has changed me, but I would definitely say it has influenced me. And the reason I say that is because I think about those characters literally like they are real. Like I was in the shower, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, man, I hope that Magnolia is okay. Like that is a book character. Like that character is not real. <laughs> she's not real. Like I need to like chill out on it. Like she's not real. But the problem I think is that I don't have anyone to talk to about the characters. So like, I just like think like about all these different scenarios or like what the Daisy Hates book is gonna be like, like the next book that's in the series. And I just like constantly think about it. And y'all, that character is not real. Those people are not real. I will say I'm so excited for the TV show. And I think that it's gonna be really, really good whenever it comes out because it's actually gonna be um, produced by the same person that produced Euphoria. And everyone was obsessed, like absolutely obsessed with that TV series, which you guys know I don't really watch TV. <laughs> like I just really don't. Um, but I feel like that is one that I will definitely watch. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six came out and I didn't even watch that one. I know, I know guys, and I love that book. 
Now let's get into a few would you rathers. Um, these are like would you rather bookish questions. And if you guys are over on YouTube, you know that I leave would you rather questions all the time because I think it's just like a fun way to get to know people. And I do a lot of polls over there on my community tab. Um, so yeah, let's get into some of these. Would you rather read one book per year or read everything or wait, <laughs> whoa, I'm like, wait, read one book or everything, which is it? Would you rather read read one book per year and remember everything or read a hundred books and remember nothing? Oh my gosh, that's hard. That is so hard. Oh, I feel like I'd probably rather read a hundred books and remember nothing because honestly, that's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> like I feel like I read books and sometimes I don't remember anything. And now there are some that really stick out like the four and five stars. And it would be really sad if I read like a four or five star read and couldn't remember it. But I think what would be nice about that would be if I couldn't remember what was in it, I would probably still remember how I felt. Or is that not like a thing? Like maybe I wouldn't remember anything. <gasps> so I wouldn't even remember that I loved it. <gasps> oh my God. I don't know if I could handle that. I don't know. I'd probably have to pick. Cause like, what if I pick like reading one book per year and I read the one book and what if I hated it? And then I remember everything. Like what if my one book for the year was a little life and that was a book and I just like hated it. And I had to remember that and only that, like I, I probably could not sustain that. I think when I think about remembering like everything in a book, like my first thought is like, Oh, like I would want to remember like five stars and stuff, but like there's a lot of mediocre books. So I would probably pick, read a hundred books, remember nothing. And that's fine because I can always read my favorite book again or read like books again. Um, another would you rather question is would I rather read the first page of a book or just the last one? <gasps> and I can only read the first page of a book or only the last one. I would probably read. <clears throat> oh my gosh. I'd probably read only the first page of the book because I feel like if I read the first page, I can kind of imagine what the rest of the book's going to be like. But if I only read the last page, I'm going to want to know how we got to that point. You know what I mean? And they're kind of the same. Like they both are terrible like things like to only choose one. But if I can only choose one, it would probably be the first one. Um, and the last question I'm going to ask is would I rather read the same genre forever or only be allowed to read one book from every genre? I'd probably read the same genre forever. I'm so serious because you guys know I read thrillers and romances and that's pretty much all I read. So I would probably pick to only read romances. But the thing about reading romance is you can read dark romance. You can read a million and one different tropes. You can read a friends to lovers trope. You can read an enemies to lovers trope. You can read like so many different why choose. Like you can read no spice books. You can read books with tons of spice. You could read romanticy. Cause I mean, that technically is romance. <laughs> like you can read some thrillers even have romance like um, Verity by Colleen Hoover. Like you can read some thrillers that have romance. So like, I don't know. I feel like romance kind of allows you to dip your toe a bit into other genres, but you're not like technically in it because the romance is still heavy, like as a part of the book. I also feel like some books are classified as romance and really they should be in literary fiction, like on rotation is a book that I really enjoyed and it's classified as romance, but it felt like literary fiction to me. Also, I feel like the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I think that that's um, classified as romance. It's, I think it's in the romance section. I know 
I don't know if it's classified as that, but it was like, I went to Barnes the other night with Brady and it was in the romance section. Like it was actually in that section. So that book to me definitely felt like romance, but it also felt like literary fiction. So I don't know. I feel like it's a good way to kind of dip my toes into other genres and not really have to worry about just like only reading one thing because romance allows you to get a little bit of everything. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I didn't do any like Q&A, like true Q&As in this one. But if you like this bookish episode, maybe we could do this once a month or like every few months because I said this in the last um one that I did in October, you guys literally ate that episode up. You loved it. And I said this in the last episode, I was like, I want to do this more frequently, but I didn't really get any response. Like I didn't really hear like, do you, did you actually like the episode or were you just listening to it? Because it was like a part of some of the episodes, you know what I mean? Like it stood out a little bit. Like I could tell there were a little bit more listens, but I couldn't tell if it was like that much where it was something you guys loved so much more than the other episodes, you know? Um, so yeah, if you did enjoy this episode, make sure you guys leave a review on Apple Podcasts or I feel like I've been yelling into this mic the entire time I've been doing this episode. So I hope that your ears don't hurt. I just get so excited about books. I feel like any other topic that I talk about makes me excited, but nothing gets me as excited as books do. But if you enjoy this episode, make sure you guys leave a review on Apple Podcasts or you go over to the Q&A on Spotify and leave like a little review there. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you like this. And if you want more episodes like this, I literally want to make the things that you guys enjoy. So if you want more episodes like this, DM me on the Love You Most Pod Instagram. Let me know if this is something that you guys want to see more of. And yeah, I love you most more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I'll see you guys in the next, no, wow, next episode. And I hope you have a great night. <laughs> Bye, guys.